Welcome to this episode of the podcast, The Centerville Business Beat, produced by Tri-Level Productions. The Centerville Business Beat is a fun and interesting conversation with area businesses about the challenges and successes of serving the Centerville, Ohio community. Here's your host and producer, Terry O'Brien. All right, folks, we've made it. We're through the holidays. It's January 2024. And this is the very first episode of the Centerville Business Beat for the year 2024. And by the way, this podcast is brought to you by the Heart of Centerville. We're very grateful for their support. Today, we're very excited to have Shannon Dixon with us. Shannon runs an event service. Is that correct, Shannon? You're called Bubbly? Bubbly, yes. Event Services. Yes. Shannon, tell us what Bubbly Event Services is. So Bubbly Event Services is a bartending service that we will come out and bartend weddings, birthday parties, small engagements, gatherings, um, whatever the need is. And we can provide a bartender per hour or we can provide full on bar service where we bring everything up to complimentary mixers, ice and bar utensils. All right. So let's pretend I'm having a party. By the way, I'm not. I'd never have a party. <laughs> but if I was having a holiday party, right? Yes. Or a birthday party, I'd call you up and say, hey, listen, I have 25 people coming to my house. Mm-hmm. I, I want somebody to be the bartender behind the bar serving drinks. Mm-hmm. And that's what you do. You send either yourself or somebody comes out and provides that service. Yes, correct. And then we'll work with you on um, what that looks like, like as if you want beer and wine or if you want a full bar, full bar spread or if you want to do fun specialty cocktails, we can do personalized menus. And But yeah, we'll consult with you, just see what you want and then go from there. Okay. Uh, and how do we reach you? If somebody was interested in your services, are you on, on, on the web? Do you have a Facebook page? How do people reach out to you? Yes. Right now we're on social media. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok at Bubbly Event Service. Okay, fantastic. So uh, you've recently started this up, right? This is kind of a new venture for you. Correct. We're going into our third year. And before that, you were a a bartender. Yeah, yeah. I've been a bartender for years. (laughs) So you're good at it. I think so. If somebody says they want a slow gin fizz, you know how to make that. Correct. All right. What's what? By the way, what is the craziest drink somebody has ever asked for? Um, I don't think some of them are appropriate to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Some of the names are crazy, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, got, I got the picture. Yeah. But you know how to make those. If they ask for it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been, I started bartending at 21. Um, I'm in my thirties now. I've worked everywhere from like high end restaurants, four star restaurants to little dive bars, um, Recently, I bartended out in Troy for 10 years at a small business, small um, bar and grill. Are you allowed to mention the name of that bar and grill? Yeah, the Mojo's Bar and Grill. Mojo's Bar and Grill. They're getting a plug right here. Yes. All right. (laughs) Uh, And so you have a partner in this, correct? Correct. And what's her name? Her name is Shelby Meadows. So you and Shelby came up with this idea. And tell us how this idea came about. You were briefly telling me the story earlier. What what happened? Yeah. um, I had gotten married recently. And um, the venue that I booked with told me that I would need a bartender uh, who is licensed and insured to work my event. And I, being a bartender, didn't know any bartenders licensed and insured in the area. And they were, like, next to impossible to find. So um, I ended up settling with bartenders 
through the catering company that I used, which were just hired caterer workers to serve alcohol. They're not trained bartenders. Right. And um, so I was just kind of talking it over to Shelby about it. And she's a bartender also. And so we were just talking and she just kind of was like, well, why don't we just get licensed and insured and start advertising? We can do that so that it's accessible. So the first year out, you had four, five, six events. That was mm-hmm. your very first year. And mm-hmm. then last year, you had over 30, correct? Close to. Yeah, close, close to, to 30. 30. Yeah. And then you expect even more because you're already getting booked for 2024. Yes, correct. And that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, we think so. So in, there, in this, you, Shelby, and then you have several other people who will, mm-hmm. will supplement or join your, your team, correct? Correct. So when somebody hires you, right, uh, what questions would you ask me if I was saying, hey, can you come and help me with my event? What kind of questions would you ask me? Um, first, um, I would ask um, a guest count. How many um, people are you expecting? Because okay. depending on um, that depends on how many bartenders I would need to um, supply. And then um, nextly, just what's your needs? What exactly are you looking to take care of some people need everything they want us they don't know anything about bars and they want us to come up with everything from the drinks the alcohol choices mixers garnishes they don't want to think about it where other people where it's not a burden they have much rather provide it all and just want someone to show up and do it if that makes sense so do you ever come in like say that i want to have a specialty party for george washington's birthday and we want Mm -hmm. a cherry cocktail of Mm -hmm. some kind right You'll create a little menu with mm-hmm. specialty drinks that people can select from? Mm-hmm. Is that how it works? Absolutely, absolutely. Yep. We'll um, come up with um, little cocktails. Very popular for weddings are his and her signature cocktails. Right. So those menus are super popular um, with brides. Um, either Even birthday parties. Um, I, we've done all-girl birthday parties where they... Um, play on little inside jokes that they have and just come oh, up with okay. and we create cocktails if that makes sense just off you of, create a name of a cocktail yeah and then mm. we come up with like a little recipe to uh based off of what they like to come up with like actual signature cocktails um we can even play around with juices and mixers just anything so how would you again i don't want to (laughs) distract us too far but how would you create a signature cocktail don't you have to kind of experiment with different things like they like i really like dark cherry juice and -hmm. then you got to get that dark and you got to play with that combination of mixture yeah so uh mixology is like cooking or like mixology yeah i said or like um anything of that nature so basically if you were like oh i love vodka meals and but i also love gin rickies or something like that then i know that you probably like the gingery notes of the meal or you like raspberry notes in the gin ricky so i can try to come up with a cocktail that combine the notes that you might enjoy to come up with a new cocktail and we can call it I don't know. Terry's Cherry. Yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. <laughs> so I, I love the fact that you call it notes, right? As yeah. you're singing around here, you'll see the all the guitars and stuff, right? So it's a very musical thing to call it a note. Yeah. Because yeah. It, it means something to me, right? Yeah. Uh, is that how other people refer to it as a note? Um, I don't know, but I think of like flavored notes, like in your drinks and things that you taste. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and what, just again, if you can, what's the craziest drink that somebody came up with that you had to kind of create a cocktail for? Um, I don't know. People have all different different flavors. I think um, I'm always shocked when people mix their alcohol with Mountain Dew. That <laughs> that's always a surprise. What did they call that? Did they have a name for it? Um, I don't remember if they had a name for it, but I did a wedding and that was a request. <laughs> so yeah, you don't provide the alcohol, correct? We cannot provide the alcohol. So legally, you're not allowed yeah, to provide, yeah, provide yeah. that. But you provide the staff. You'll provide the cups if they need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you provide? Uh, the nuts that go on the bar that people put in a cup. Do you do that kind of thing? If well? you ask, yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah. there's no real limit to other than you can't no. provide the alcohol. Yep, yep. There's no limit except for we can't provide alcohol. And and what is the most event you do? Is it weddings or is it private parties? Is it is it is it one more popular than the other? Um, not really. Um, because we offer like we like I said we offer the bartending service. We even um added bubbly bars, which is what's that. Uh, it's like a idea where it's paid per person. So if you've got a bubbly bar, it would be per guest count about eight to nine dollars a guest. And that is when you will have a spread of a specific cocktail, like for instance, a mimosa. And you will have a mimosa spread so the guests can self-serve and create their own mimosas to drink. And they can experiment with different juices and garnishes. And um, they can do mimosas, Bloody Marys, old-fashioned margaritas. And it's just like a fun concept, almost like a taco bar, if you've heard of. Yeah, create your own kind of thing. Uh So you're there to help them. Yep. Guide them along and yep. That's a great Mm -hmm. idea. Yeah. So we also offer that and those are popular with non-alcoholic events like an event that doesn't have alcohol because it seems fun if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Have have you ever done things that are you just brought up Mm non-alcoholic events? You do little kid parties or anything like that? Yeah. We actually had a 18th birthday last year. So that was super fun. It was disco theme. So (laughs) (laughs) so she had two signature mocktails. Mocktails. Yes. She had two signature mocktails there. And then we had a garnish bar where they could pick different fun garnishes. Um, She specifically had cotton Ball, cotton candy glitter bombs, which are fun little. Wow. I know. I want to go to this party. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was cute for her 18th birthday. Oh, no, that's brilliant. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about pricing if we could. If we mm-hmm. could. What, what is it? If I want to have one bartender come out and, and take over those duties for me, what mm-hmm. does that cost? Um, as simple as one bartender just showing up, that's approximately about $45 an hour. So if I need you for three hours, that's 45 times three. Mm-hmm. Is, there, is there any additional costs that we need yeah, to Yeah, and about? then we would charge an additional hour for cleanup and clean, clean up and tear down, like set up and clean up. Now, is that optional? No. no so it, clean up and tear down is part of the Yeah, because we're going to set up a spread and we are going to clean up like we never was there. Okay. Um, so one, one bartender is 45, then basically you just multiply that by the number of bartenders. Is that how that works? Pretty much, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Uh, What's your background again? You went to, you were a bartender, Mm -hmm. then you got certified and insured, which allowed you to open this business, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, 
and your friends the same thing. Mm-hmm. How, how did you get insurance? Was it hard to get? Um, it wasn't too hard. Um, I just contacted my personal insurance agent, um, and she got me in contact with an insurance agent, which turned out to be Mr. Beckel. Oh, I'm sorry <laughs> to hear that. Small world. <laughs> it, it is. We're going we're gonna to talk briefly about the heart coming up here in a second. Yeah. Um, so you're now insured. Yes. This allows you to do all. What, what, when you close your eyes at night, what do you see this business being in three to five years? Um, me personally, um, I see this business being um, just a business, just something of mines and Shelby's that we created. We both um, want to be at a position where we can create opportunities for other people to work and make money right. through this industry. And plus, we just love bartending and seeing people happy, and it's a good time. Can we talk a little bit about being a bartender? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the the romantic thing is the guys across the bar with the rag, wiping the rag down, list, <laughs> listening to all the, inf- you know, information coming at them or, right. or overhearing information coming at them. Yeah. Is, is it glamorous like that or is it, what, what's what's it really like? Um, It is to an extent. It's pretty fun back there just engaging with different people, socializing with different people because it's the, I say it's the one area for the most part where people are there to have fun. Like people are in good moods. They're at their all time best in their lives. You don't have to too much worry about crabby people. But um, so that's always a good energy and a good vibe to be just around, surrounded by people in such high spirits. Do they ask you for their advice? Do you, is it the old bartender's going to give me some no, advice? No, I thing? think that's more myth. I don't, I really? don't think. Yeah, I haven't. I, I wish Shelby was here. I haven't had too many people ask for my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. All right. So uh, have you ever thought about going into where maybe you outsource bartending that maybe another place is you know, they don't want to have to hire or maintain their bartender. So you'd go in and, and, and basically take over that function for that uh, that uh, business. Um, I've never looked into that. I've never even I never even thought of that. And I wouldn't even. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That seems like a different avenue. I feel like that would be more into a staffing agency. At, OK, yeah. You no, know, like at that point. Yeah. So the, the last hard question I'm going to ask you about bartending. OK, it's right, it's. Is, 12.30, 1 o'clock, there's that guy who's been there all night long. Mm-hmm. You know what's going on. He's, mm-hmm. he's had too much. Mm-hmm. When do you know too much is too much? Yeah, that's when experience comes into play. And that's what we, um, that's what me and Shelby harp on to people when they are dr- throwing these, par- these private events and why you should, even if it's not with Bubbly, you should look into hiring licensed and insured bartenders because you are supposed to drink responsibly. So if you have friends and family back there that's not monitoring your drinking or if they're drinking along with everybody else, the line can get blurred. So I would say like, um, yeah, just experience watching people's demeanor over the night. Like everybody starts at hopefully a sober point when they come in. So it's just basically monitoring that and staying in control of the environment, staying in keeping track of how many times you saw that guest come up to the bar. Right. You know, just little things. And do you know, have you ever had to cut somebody off? Absolutely. Yeah. And how do you, how do you politely do that? Um, 
politely, we just um, offer water. That's the easiest thing. Yeah. It's just to offer water, um, distract, try to just keep distracting. Usually once they're that inebriated, their attention spans are not there. So you Got can, it. yeah, you can usually like redirect, like maybe you don't need a drink. Maybe you need a snack or maybe sure. you need to go sit down or, you know, just little things. And then if that doesn't work, then we'll bring in friends, like people outside help. So is that part of being insured, right? Because if you're insured, if you let that guy who's had a few too many mm-hmm. get in his car and drive and something yeah. happens, are you liable for that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So they can come back, and, and that's where the insurance comes correct, in play. Correct, correct. So correct, I, never, yeah. I didn't, didn't understand it. Yeah, now. yeah. Or any accidental accidents. Like even if it's not a driving accident, if somebody just decides to swing off the chandelier and a chandelier breaks, We'll have to pay for the chandelier. <laughs> right, because you yeah. gave them the alcohol yeah. that motivated. Okay, got yeah. it. All right, so uh, before we get in talking about the heart, let's ask you a few questions about your business itself. Mm-hmm. When you said, hey, Shelby, let's do this, right? She goes, okay. What were the challenges that you faced as starting up a business as two entrepreneurial girls, mm-hmm. right, who had a great idea, mm-hmm. who wanted to get into this? What were the challenges you faced, if you can kind of think back? Um... For me, it was, um, well, I think for both of us, uh, neither one of us are entrepreneurs prior to this, so it's brand new, so that was that. Um, Both of us, we come from similar backgrounds as far as um, economics and education goes, so it's not like uh, we come from a bloodline of entrepreneurs so we both (laughs) are just blindly jumping into this so um i think uh, the challenges were was just where do you start did you did you you start did you get an llc or you yep we got an llc and how'd you know to do that um google okay (laughs) yeah yeah and then you just filled out the form online Mm -hmm. and you hit hit submit next Mm -hmm. thing you know you're an llc yep and then next was the insurance yep and um well we got the license and uh, in between that too, but yeah, and then then it was how do we get people to know about us? How do you get people to know about you? <laughs> and right now it's just social media. So yep. social fa- media, Facebook? word of mouth. Yep, Facebook and Instagram, TikTok. Which one's been your most uh, useful? You think? I think Instagram. Instagram. So you'll post pictures of a party. Are you guys behind the bar? And you um, send it it's out just there? basically it's just a lot of content. It's um. Pictures of us working. We have drinks, like uh, recipes. Yeah, we'll throw up drink recipes for people to try. We have um, videos of drinks being made. Just it's just a lot of content. That's a great idea. Yeah. And uh, do you think you're going to go to having a website, or do you think? I think eventually, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So people can reach you through the phone Mm -hmm. and through Facebook, and then email is on our accounts as well. Okay. Uh, and how far in advance do they need to reach out to you? They, they think they're having a party in February. Is it too late? Or are they still good? No. I mean, if we have the date available, we'll book. Uh, we prefer seven days, at least seven days, for everything to be paid in full before the event. So, Do they pay you out in advance? Yes. We take a 30% deposit, and okay. then the rest can be paid full however they want, as long as it's paid in full at least seven days prior to the event. And how are you taking payments? Is that credit card? Mm-hmm. Credit card uh, via PayPal services, sure. like, you know, like Venmo and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, checks. 
So it sounds like you got things pretty well covered, right? You're, you're learning as you go, which is yeah. the truth in every single business. <laughs> Anybody listening knows it's, it's how you one foot after the other. Right, right. right. Um, what was the biggest obstacle that you came across? Um, I think um, just being a little fish in the big pond. Is I there think. other people doing this in the area? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's... Um, when we started, uh, when we finally got everything going, uh, there was already established businesses that um, do the same thing. There's um, craft, they're called craft events, I believe. Um, Dayton Bartending Company okay. is another one. So yeah, there's definitely um, other people out there that's established and you know have huge staff. So how do you how do you set yourself? How do you stand out from those guys? Is there exactly. something that you're doing that maybe they're not doing? Um, I can't say. I can't call. Um, they're both like great companies that sure. I know of. Um, so I can't call it. But I would say for Shelby and I, we just put emphasis on service. We put emphasis on, um, yeah, that's all we can stand on is our, you know, and our word, word and yeah. yeah, our word and our service. So that's just what we provide to people. We're going to try to fulfill every need we're going to try to lift that burden of beverages off the plate for hosting a party sure. everybody knows hosting can be stressful yep and if you're whether setting food out or making drinks it distracts you from entertaining guests that's and right having fun yourself yeah okay <laughs> yeah it seems like because I, I would like if i was good doing this i would reach out to somebody like you because it feels like more like i'm dealing with the person who's going to be there versus Correct. some lady in the front office who's going to send out four or five people that they have on schedule. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah. So you're more, I feel more connected to what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's talk a little bit as we wrap this up about the Heart of Centerville. Okay. So you became a Heart of Centerville member uh, how long ago? Um, last year. Last year. Yeah. And you met Jesse. Yes. And I'm sorry, I want to apologize up front for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Jesse said what? Um, Jesse, uh, we ran into each other at another, um, business networking event. Sure. And, um, Jesse was just, he liked my idea and, um, he kind of, uh, approached me and told me about the heart of Centerville. And he was saying that, um, he thinks that this would be something I would be interested in just based off of what the heart stands for and yeah. what they do and what they represent. So you, you joined, mm -hmm. and then they said, hey, why don't you come to our events and help us serve signature cocktails for the event, correct? Well, I joined, and I found out that they were serving alcohol at events, yep. and I just kind of asked who, like, inquired who was in charge of it, and then found out it was just volunteers yep. from within the group. So then I just kind of volunteered. Okay. Yeah. So you, you, you kind of got positioned, because I've been to a couple events now, because mm -hmm. I, I work them as well, right? Yeah. And I see you guys behind the bar mm -hmm. creating those really cool drinks. Yeah. People are pouring beer, which is easy. Yeah. But you're making the cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, the cocktails, yeah. Right. And people really seem to like those a lot. Yeah. And the, and from my understanding, this was the first year that the Heart of Centerville rolled out like the signature cocktail menu. And yeah. we did it with Maverick Mixers. Yep. Yep, which now, is... So explain what a Maverick Mixer is. So Maverick Mixers is um, a mixer company, and they make... they Well, they started with beer mixers, which are um, flavored... 
mixers that you can pour in beer and pour into beer yeah. and um then they have ventured out into cocktail mixers yeah. i heard they got milkshake mixers Ooh, now I'd like to have that yeah so um they're great because they cut out a lot of steps in mixing so whereas um if you had a cocktail and it required three different juices or in a sugar simple syrup or something like that. Right. Maverick mixers have cut that all down to just a little mixer bottle plus your alcohol. So they're really nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, it sounds like that's a great combination between you and Maverick mixers at mm-hmm. the heart of this because it's correct. Like, I've been there and there's the line's been a mile long. So yeah. obviously somebody's liking what <laughs> liking, you do. Liking, yeah. Uh, is there any kind of thing you want to leave us with uh, about your business and what your plans are that, that we can kind of wrap this podcast up? Um, we don't. Our plan is just to grow, continue to grow, continue to get our name out there. Right. Um, just, yeah. Shelby and I are excited for the future. We're excited to... I don't know. See what next year brings us. Well, I, I tell you what, if, from what I've seen and what I've heard, uh, there's going to be nothing but blue skies for you. Oh, that would be lovely. Wouldn't it be lovely? Yes. We just got to get to <laughs> January. <laughs> right. Well, uh, Shannon, I want to thank you for joining us today on the thank Centerville Business Thank you for Beat. inviting us. This has been a podcast brought to you by the Heart of Centerville, and we want to thank our sponsors, and we'll see you again in February for another great conversation with a local business provider. Thank you for listening to the Centerville Business Beat. For information about having your business showcased on an upcoming episode, please email Tri-Level Productions at Terry O'Brien at TriLevelRecords.com. 